Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is uh, Dave Helantis. He's uh, based in Melbourne here. And uh, Dave, you, recently, you came to a clinic in 2019 and uh, have gone through the Cats Challenge. And uh, you emailed me the other day saying you, you had a pretty good Ironman swim time, taking seven and a half minutes off your previous PB. So from a 114 high to down to a 107. So I wanted to get you on the podcast to talk about what you've changed over the last 12 months to see such a big improvement in your uh, in your in your swim times in that Ironman swim distance. So welcome to the podcast, Dave. Thanks, Brenton. Thanks for having me. I want to say pretty good, but uh, I think there's a lot lot to work on there, but it, it's getting there. Yeah, well, that, look, uh, there's so many people in a similar at a similar speed. I, I think you know, especially when you first started, one fourteen. So many people typically start off around that pace, and many of them would be pretty stoked to get down to that that one hundred seven. So no matter where you're at, I think you can. Um, you know, people can relate. So um, let's just jump straight, sort of straight in, into that. So um, how how long had you been swimming when you first came to our clinic in 2019? Yeah, I, look, I, I'd probably been swimming. Um, I joined a tri squad um, towards the kind of middle or, or tail end of 2018 um, and, and with not much of a, a swimming background. Um, you know, I, I had the, the basic swimming background as any, you know, growing up in Australia and your parents send you to the basic kind of swimming lessons and things like that. Um, but by no means, I'm I, I not a swimmer. And, and um, so I kind of joined the, the tri-squad and I was in the development squad and was swimming twice a week. Um, and, and, yeah, and that, that was kind of it. It was just swimming twice a week and, and I felt like um, – yeah, I felt like I, I had a lot to work on. It was someone actually within the in the squad had mentioned um, the freestyle correction clinic, um, and I thought oh, I've got to try anything here, and I'll give that a go. So that's kind of that was my yeah first first experience with that, and um, yeah that 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 actual the video that was taken during that time has been a, a staple for me in terms of something I've gone back to. Um, and I know that was 2019, but still, I think I last watched it again only a few weeks ago. There's still things that I look at then uh, that I go, oh, just to go back to my mind and just to keep working on it. Um, yeah, but that, that's kind of, that was my swimming background leading into that. It, it sounded like you, um, you were able to sort of pick up quite a few things from that clinic because I was just looking back through my emails and I saw one that you wrote maybe a few weeks after the clinic and you said, mm. I think my swim coach or yeah, my, yeah, my, my swim coach said, where have you been learning to swim or something like yeah. that? Like what, <laughs> what, what were those, some of those things that you'd done that you'd changed uh, afterwards? Yeah, that, that's right. I, I think one of the big takeaways, um, you know, that, that you got me to, to, to work on was kind of my, my shoulder rotation. Um, and, and I was, I was clearly over rotating and, and as a result, my, my breath was, you know, I was kind of turning right around uh, with that. And, and you, you, it felt really funny at first because you said, I think you, you told me, you said it was going to feel like you were swimming really, really flat. Um, and I and I did for a long time, felt like I was swimming really flat. So that was something that was picked up by um, my coach in the pool. 
And, and that's why that, that question was asked. And, and that was something that I really tried to work on until it became, it felt normal. Um, so yeah, that, that was the key thing kind of that, that I took away really from that clinic was, was around my shoulder rotation um, and something yeah, that, that I worked on. So, yeah, it's funny. I, I remember now you said that, that that, that comment was made. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's funny. He, it, does it... Um... Like, did that come from the over-rotation of the shoulders? Did, did that come from something that you had been uh, told previously? Like, uh, or you like had maybe seen a video or something where it's like, you know, you've got to rotate from side to side or was it just what was naturally happening on what you, you thought you should do? Yeah, it was, it was what I'd heard, um, the importance of rotation and, 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 you know, trying to rotate through the water. Um, so it was something I was, I was thinking about doing. Um, and look, the reality was I was getting so much information from so many different sources leading into this, um, this, the clinic I did. And, and, um, you know, I'd always given swimming a go with, with mates from school and, and I'd often get advice from people that were better swimmers than I was um, with not much of a swimming background that they had or, or a coaching background by any means. And so I was always getting fed different, pieces of stimulus, um, and one of them was definitely around, you know, the need to rotate. Um, so, yeah, it's something that I was doing, um, but clearly doing too much <laughs> and overdoing. So, um, yeah, so I think having the the the, the video to look at and, and some clear and concise kind of basic things just to really focus on just gave me one piece of stimulus to to work on as opposed to all these different messages. And that was part of me coming to, to see you, Brent. And I was, it was frustrating me, um, the fact that people were telling me all these different things. Uh, and I was, I was told, I remember, I remember one of the things I was getting told before coming to the clinic was I need to keep my head still. You know, I need to keep my head still. I need to keep my head still, um, you know, because it was kind of bouncing around everywhere. But I never knew how. Um, I'd often get told I need to do this, need to do this, but I never knew how as well um mm. and and through you know some of the drills and stuff that you you spoke about and you gave uh, i was able to make that that connection with with the drills and that's how i actually change my my motor patterns or you know my, my behaviors so mm. yeah that's it's, it's interesting that because there's you you could get because you could get the same piece of advice like someone could say to you like don't rotate so much and um, you know, without maybe explaining why and without the visuals, some t- I, I feel like some people won't buy into it as much because they can't see it for themselves necessarily. Uh, and then they don't know, well, they haven't had to explain to them that, okay, if you rotate less, well, then you'll be able to get a better catch and you'll be able to do this and it will have these flow on effects. So I think that's why it's, yeah, it's, it's good just to be able to sit down for a period of time and, go through it and then take the time to, to work on those corrections and actually know what it's going to require for you to make that change and, and how it's going to feel. So that's why I think the benefit of the, of the clinics and, or just having some you know, personal coaching where you can actually uh, get the, get the full story, I think, because mm-hmm. like I've, <laughs> for me, um, like uh, if I'm, if I'm out in the, the surf and I'm, I'm an okay surf, I'm not, not great, but, like I sort of pick up some tips from again, watching YouTube videos and that sort of thing. And I feel like I'd be, I feel like I'd be qualified to give some advice 
out there to, to some people who are not as good as me, but like, yeah, like I might be able to copy something that I've, I've said before, uh, that I've heard before and, uh, and, and tell them that, but it's not going to, I've realized that it's not going to make a difference to, to them because they don't have the full story on like on, on why or like, you know, how to, how to do it properly. So it's, yeah. um, yeah, I think that's why it, it, you're better when you, you get to take some time to actually sort of sit down and, and go through it. Yeah, that's right. And I think something, I mean, look, the advice I was getting wasn't wrong. It was all relevant and, and um, it was all things that I was doing and, it, and it's something like, you know, my, my, my arm was, my left arm was dropping, you know, and I need to try to keep that higher. There's, you know, there's all these things that I was doing, but you were able to identify uh, in one core thing that I can work on and it, it helped fix all those other all those other things, like my arm dropping. If I stopped, you know, over-rotating my arm, you know, the arm out in front would stay, stay out for a bit longer, things like that. So I was able to address all these other things that people had told me um, through that that one area that you told me to work on. So I think your ability to identify that one thing was really helpful. That's really cool. And, I mean, it's it, um, it's it's hard to kind of give that advice in a – in a squad setting too, because there's, there's a lot of swimmers in there and you've only got so much time. So um, I think that's, yeah, that's when you can get that full story by having the time to do it is uh, makes a big difference. And I want to jump ahead to, um, to last year's Cairns Ironman swim and this year's Cairns Ironman swim. So to take that almost set, uh, eight minutes off your, off your time, what were some lessons that you learned in the first one? And then what was it that you changed over the, the 12 months to have such a better result? This podcast is brought to you by Form Goggles. Form empowers swimmers at every level to reach their goals, whether they want to get stronger, faster, swim further, or to be more efficient. Get lap-by-lap motivation with real-time metrics and workout instructions right in your goggles. And Form's recently released Form Plans, which include a progressive series of workouts to help you achieve your fitness skills or triathlon goals you can follow along with the plan and your weekly swims will be automatically synced to your goggles so you'll swim through your workouts with real-time metrics and workout instructions all in your goggles so it's like having a coach right there with you and i've had a look through these training plans and i think they are excellent for people who want to train for certain triathlons or reach certain fitness goals it will build on each week and a really good way to progress progressively build up your fitness. So if you'd like to follow along with some plans to help you reach your specific swimming goals, then check out Form Goggles at formswim.com forward slash effortless. And this will give you $15 off your purchase of Form Goggles. So formswim.com forward slash effortless to get your pair of Form Goggles. Yeah, I think there's, there's, probably, there's probably a fair few factors to this, this result um, that, that goes into it. And I love to say it was all just from... Uh, doing all these drills and things like that. And I think that that's all part of it. But, but there, um, there was a confidence factor as well um, within, within, you know, myself. And, and um, I, I, I developed a, a, a bit of, a, you know, anxiety um, with open water swimming. And that, that kind of developed about, you know, two months prior to, doing my first Ironman, um, which wasn't ideal timing because up until that point I was feeling okay in the open water. Um, and, yeah, and it led into, you know, some panic attacks and things like that. So that uh, was something I was working on leading into um, last year's Ironman um, and, and something that, that uh, 
yeah, I've continued to work on it and I feel like it's I'm able to manage that that, that quite well um, now. And I think having – so, yeah, there's a confidence factor where I – my position in terms of where I seated myself with, with, with the Ironman in Kansas, self-seating and, and different zones and where you can put yourself. Um, my, my coach gave me some really good advice in terms of this one um, as opposed to the last one, and that was put myself in zone one. Last time I put myself in zone four. Um, and that I felt was was great advice because I was able to swim with faster swimmers, faster swimmers than me, um, and that also helped me with um, with my sighting and things like that because I was able to follow some feet that would, you know, generally because they're a lot better swimmers than I am, they, they can swim in a straight line um, a lot clearer. So things like that were, were, were all part of this. Don't get me wrong, I'm swimming a lot a lot better than I was last year but i think that that's that's also part of it uh, as well so I, I was i was yeah a lot more relaxed and confident with with my swimming and uh, yeah they're, they're, was that yeah. because you'd done the race before and you kind of knew what to expect was that part of that confidence as well yeah there was there was that um the, the fact you know i had done it before i'd Worked through some of that panic attack kind of stuff, um, and that's something that hadn't occurred, hasn't happened for um, yeah probably since before that race last year, so over a year now, and you know that that had given me confidence as well, knowing that that you know I've got that under control. Um, yeah, so all those things gave me a bit more confidence leading into into this this one. And so, so um, starting in zone one, so that's like the. So there's different zones. So it's not a rolling start at Cairns. It's like certain like zones you'll go off with, is it? Yeah, so no, it is a rolling start, but they kind of roll you through um, based off your zones. So zone one is, I forget what it was. I think it was maybe swimming under, it could have been under a minute seven or a minute seven, an hour seven um, was zone one. So anyone that's planning on you know, swimming there and then you know, one, 107 to one. 10 could have been zone two and, and so forth, up to zone four. Um, so, yeah, I, I found that being really good advice that my coach had given me. Um, and something I was really – it's funny because I know he told me to do that and when I went to check in, I, I, I was signed up for zone one and I panicked. Hmm. And I was like, oh, can I actually go to zone two? And then I told my coach that I'd done that. And he said, go back and change your cap. You're going <laughs> to zone one. So – um, yeah, so definitely confidence is a big thing there, and um, yeah, that, that 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 helped me. But look, my my swimming, you know, outside of that stuff, my swimming has you know it like improved dramatically, and 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 something that I um, I guess leading into this uh, this particular Ironman I did was the five day catch challenge, um, and, and again it was something that just a friend that just a friend in the squad had recommended that I do. Um, and I thought I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, it's not a lot of money. I'll just see what happens and, and give it a go. And I felt like that was, again, it just gave me something to, to you know, little things to focus on within my stroke and my swimming. And, and I love the, the real simplistic breakdown of that. And there's things within that that still resonate with me and things that I think about each and every day. Um, or each, I shouldn't say each and every day, but when I'm when I'm in the water and I'm thinking about it, squad, there's a lot of things that I've still taken away from that. I'm 
thinking about, especially in the warm up. Um, and a lot of those drills I still take away. They're, they're drills that I do, um, you know, as part of my warm up in, in squad sessions that I currently do. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's I guess multifaceted in terms of why the improvements there. Um, I, I it's you know I think we, we've spoken about a lot. I know you have. You know, and my coach speaks about the the idea around consistency and um, and I know you always mention frequency um, and it's something that. Uh, was was different as well in terms of the leading to this. I was, I was more frequently in the water uh, and more frequently doing um, drills. And it wasn't for it was at the start of every squat session. I would, you know, my kind of my routine is I'll do a two three hundred meter swim and then I'll go into a uh, twenty five meter you know, kick on the side um, drill. And then I'll do that kind of. And then 25 meters swim, and then I'll do that four times through, and then into a doggy scoop. Same same thing. 25 meter doggy scoop, 25 meter swim, and then I'll do the YMCA drill. And that was my staple. That that's still my my staple kind of three that I do. And I think they're, they're ones that you've recommended um, with my fins on. Um, and it was that doing that four times a week for three months straight. Um, that that uh, the product of but that was enormous in terms of how I felt, you know, in the water. Um, and and I vividly remember in this swim, once I got to the 3K mark, I felt stronger than ever. And I, and I felt like my stroke hadn't got sloppy and that's something that had happened last year. Whenever I got to that 3K mark and I was just, geez, I wish you got video footage of that because I was all over the shop. <laughs> Surprised the, uh, the rescuers didn't jump, jump in to save me. Um so uh, yeah, I think I could see the byproduct, uh, I guess, of all those, you know, those drills and swim sessions and that frequency and consistency. Because I felt strong the whole way through. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So the uh, with the zone one thing, it's um, great advice from your from your coach and uh, like, and I've I've said this to um to someone else before. Where it's like the the faster swimmers are the better swimmers. So they're gonna, as you said, follow a better line, but they're also not gonna, they're not going to want to like run into you. They're going to uh, typically, you know, try and uh, you know, there'll be sort of better drafting going on. There'll be better siding, better line taken, and they're less likely to sort of swim over the top of you because they've got better awareness out there. So mm-hmm. you're kind of doing yourself a, a favor and making it a little bit easier when you do go with those, the better group. So um, yeah, I think that's probably partly why it, it helps as well. And um and and then just that consistency and, and frequency. And it sounds as though you've got uh, like you've got a very patient. And And I was um, th- uh, talking to to another athlete on our podcast a few weeks ago, Bronwyn, and uh, I think she, her first clinic with us was maybe twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. And similar thing, like it's it's three four years on from there. But if you have done this stuff consistent consistently for a couple of years you're going to get better and um, and having that that mindset of not wanting it today but knowing that just putting in the work and you the results will eventually come it just makes such a such a big difference so it's uh it's great to see you having um, taken that approach and, and down to 107 for your Ironman swim and um, yeah I don't think it's not finished yet like I I'd be thinking all right somewhere down towards that 60 minute or hour mark could be the next um, the next target and is that something you feel like is in in range do you, do you feel like you could get down to to that in the next 
next 12 months? I'd love to. That's, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of, I mean, this swim gave me that confidence of going, I can, I can actually improve. Um, I can get better. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, those, that, those times, are, are, I would love to. I'd love to get around that hour swim mark. Um, it is something, you know, that I'm definitely going to be working towards. Um, yeah, most definitely. And what what is coming up for you? So, like, what are your what's your sort of next next target in terms of races going forwards? Um, I I don't have anything in mind. I actually don't have anything um I've, I've signed up for. Um, can you hear that noise? <laughs> is that a fire? That is. Um, which means that I'm probably going to have to get out of here and get and get to that. That's all, that's all good. That's going to be the uh, the best way to end the podcast, I think. So you probably heard there that the fire drill went off. Uh, Dave was a school teacher, and the the fire drill went off, so he had to go. But what a better way to end a podcast on a fire drill? Uh, thanks very much for uh, for listening. And if you haven't left a review on either Spotify or the Apple iTunes store, please leave us an honest review. It helps more people find out about us and uh, hear about what others think of the show. So thanks very much for listening. I'll see you next week on another podcast episode. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.